The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, I'm hijacking uh, Basketball Coach Unplugged today um, just because I'm super excited Coach Berg and I are starting a new podcast, the Basketball Leadership Podcast, um, and it launched yesterday, and I wanted to let all of you know all about it. Um, I'll put a link down below, but if, if you listen on on, uh, on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts, you should be able to find it, um, but I'll put a link down below um, for the Basketball Coaching Podcast, and I'm going to give you three episodes, so when you hear episode one, episode two, and episode three, I'll give you all three episodes to listen to today, um, and I hope you enjoy it, and um, I'm just kind of hijacking this so you can go over and subscribe to that so you don't miss it. It's going to go live every Thursday, um, and we'll, it will talk, we're going to walk you kind of through the, through the entire season. We're going to talk about preseason stuff and season stuff and building leadership and building culture and all those things that... Um, I don't think are being found on other podcasts, especially for you as a basketball coach. So go over and check it out. The basketball leadership podcast. And like I said, I'll put the link down below. Have a great day. Bye. All right. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the basketball leadership podcast. Like that. There's a little, little pause there, coach. <laughs> Remembering what podcast that we're doing tonight, tonight, but um, we are excited. Uh, Coach and I are very excited about starting this podcast. Um, gosh, I don't know. Maybe a couple of months ago, I reached out to you and I saw your stuff on Twitter yeah. and it was like, oh my gosh, you know, we're all, at least as coaches, I'm always looking <laughs> to make my team better. I'm always looking for ways to build that community and that leadership and that culture. Um, yep. Looking to wait, ways to make my guys <laughs> stronger. I mean, we're always looking to, at least become better educators. Um, But this will be exciting. Um, Any of you that have listened to any of my podcasts before, which are a multitude of them. (laughs) um, I'm Steve Collins. Uh, I was trying to do the math coach. I think it's year 36 of coaching basketball year 35 of teaching. Um, uh, Been very blessed. Have, Have had a lot of great teams in the state of Wisconsin um yep. and uh so, you know started these podcasts all of all of them a long time ago just to kind of give back to the game and i think that's where 
I couldn't find anything that talked about basketball and leadership and, um, and kind of building your team from that standpoint. So that's when I reached out to coach and that's why we're sitting here uh, doing this mm-hmm. podcast. So coach, I'm going to have you introduce yeah. kind of yourself, kind of your <clears throat> journey here, and then we'll, we'll jump into kind of our plan for the year. So people that are finding this podcast, will kind of know what we're going to do for the year. Yeah. Thanks coach. Uh, Greg Berg and I've been following you for a long time and listening to your podcast. So when we connected, it was really a kind of a neat thing. I've like you, I've been in education for 20, it's my 29th year. Uh, I've been coaching since college. So I've been coaching since, you know, beyond that as well, <laughs> uh, coaching multiple sports. I got a little, I guess, unique background, how I got into this, where I became a young ho- uh, coach at a very young age, uh, 26. I was a math teacher like you. Uh, two math teachers on a podcast. That's a scary thought, but oh my, um, <laughs> my people want me to stop tuning in to be honest. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I taught for seven years and I kind of always had this leadership uh, passion of mine. And I, I went into administration after 10 years and I had to get out of coaching for a little bit. Um, but I, I still coach. I coach at, you know, my son's group when they were young and kind of the, the youth for a few years. And then I had an opportunity 10 years ago to get back into coaching. I had a very supportive superintendent. And so I've been a a varsity boys basketball coach in Lake City for the last 10 and the high school principal. So I've I've kind of, you know, this whole leadership uh, process I've gone through has been pretty amazing. And I started uh, speaking, uh, worked with Jeff Jansen Sports Leadership Center a little bit, been speaking across Minnesota, putting leadership and culture workshops on for a couple of years. And I really just thought the next step for me was to uh, go online. And so about, I don't know, 15 months ago, 14 months ago, I started writing online, um, leadership, culture teams, uh, it's done things and expanded more than I can even imagine. In over you know, a year. you were and, one of the few people that like I was around obviously before COVID, but you're one of the few that like a lot started during COVID. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't start during COVID. I started it after funny. COVID. Yeah. yeah. That was pretty funny. You know, it, I just, I, I had more, you know, like you wanting to give back and uh, I'm not getting any younger. This is something I've always wanted to do. And so I just started writing. I think I had 500 followers on my first post. I took a course. I kind of, I had a plan. I was at my parents' place in Florida during spring break. And I, I took a course that allowed me to learn how to systemize it. And it's, you know, I'm at 24,000 followers right now. And i Got eight, seven, eight thousand on my newsletter. It's just crazy what has happened in a short period of time. I've written four books. I've I've got this team leader OS. A lot of stuff has happened, and so um, now I get to be on a podcast with you, and uh, I'm really excited no, about it's that. It's interesting how this kind of like I can. So I I mine came back from after talking to my brother and driving back from the East Coast to the Midwest. It's like when you do on those long drive. It's like when yeah. your brain can rest for like five minutes. It's like oh crap, like. That's when it just starts. <laughs> it happened this weekend when I was fishing, actually. I was thinking about this podcast. But it's usually how it works. Yeah, it is. It is. I caught a catfish too, coach. It was weird. Okay. Nice. I had to cut the <laughs> I had to cut the line though. I didn't want it to die because the hook was too deep. But anyway, yeah. for those of you that are fishermen understand that that's what you do when you catch a fish and you can't get the hook out. <laughs> you don't pull the hook, you just cut the line and just eventually the hook will disintegrate and they'll yep. they'll live. So anyway, there's my there's my uh <laughs> my societal (laughs) life lesson for people don't kill the fish (laughs) you know interesting steve when i was my first go around coaching 
you came and spoke at a, cl- a clinic in Minnesota. I was probably 27, 28 years old. And I still remember the, the full court press breaker that you gave us. And I use it to this day and it's, it's got a about good a 98% success rate, but that's why I remember you uh, from a long time ago. And God, that was, a you know, long, I've been really, that was, well, that was, and then I went and I actually, who was the coach then? I don't even remember who was the coach at Minnesota, but then I went and ended up actually spoken, speaking at Williams afterwards too, because someone backed out and I was there anyway. And yep. that was a great clinic. That was a really good clinic in Minnesota. I do remember that one. Um, <laughs> So yeah, let's talk and, about what we're going to do this, this yeah, year. Yeah, you bet. Um, what is, uh, so we've kind of mapped it out, but I'm going to let you kind of dive into kind of the nuts and bolts of, but we're going to, what we're going to do for all the coaches listening is we're going to try to walk you through your season too. Um, you know, what are you dealing with in preseason, in season, postseason, off season, kind of to so the four buckets I've always kind of put things into. Um there's really no off season, but um, <laughs> that's true. But but there's definitely a preseason, a season, and you know postseason, um, off season. That's a whole different podcast. But um, yeah, go ahead, Coach. I'm going to have you kind of explain what we're kind of kind of do over the next uh, the next you know year or so. Yeah, I, I think you know when we think about leadership, uh, leadership, coaching, uh, culture, teams, all of that. It's such a a broad topic. And I think uh, us talking about um, those four topics and really centered on leadership, our own leadership as coaches, how we build and develop and grow leaders on our teams and all of the, all of the things that happen over the course of a season as a coach, we've, we both got tons of experiences. And I think, um, you know, whether it's a, accountability and uh, developing team leaders and building a culture and dealing with the the issues and things that happen over the course of a season, uh, I think it's going to be great conversations. I think a lot of a lot of the stuff that I've written about online for the last year and a half or so uh, are great topics that we can share and talk about. And so I'm I'm looking forward to um, starting this journey for a year and talking about some uh, great topics that I think all coaches will want to listen right. to. Yes, and I'm gonna I'm gonna put um, I'll put my email down below. Coach will have his too. But if you ever think if you're listening to this again. 17 you know this is this is 20 this is going to be going up in 2023 but if 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 you're listening to this in you know 2028 doesn't matter email us and if you're this is a specific topic or something you want us to dive into or how you do something or something like that um those are always great i know with some of my other podcasts some of our best ideas have come from other coaches um about hey could you talk about this or what's your thoughts on this and um you know, especially in, both of us are so deep into it, both being head coaches that I think we'll, I think we'll be able to touch on most of them, but I'm sure we're going to miss some. And if there's any specific topics that um, any of you want to hear, you know, send us off, uh, you know, it doesn't matter where you're finding us on this. Um, send us, send us a note and we'll, uh, we'll try to fit it in somewhere into our schedule. So, yeah. All right. Um, anything else coach about the, the mapping out of the season? No, I, I think I'm looking forward to it. We had a lot of topics to talk about. We're going to do it in short, <laughs> short bursts. Um, and, uh, yeah, looking forward to where it takes us. Oh, it'll be great. All right. Till next time, coach. All right. Welcome to the basketball leadership podcast. Yes. Episode two. Someday we'll <laughs> two someday, of many, two of many. 
we'll get we'll see how many digits we can get to coach um yes. so today's topic excites me and this is again more your wheelhouse than mine i have some ideas about it but we're going to talk about what is leadership because it's one of those words that just it's kind of like culture it's kind of like I, I don't know. There's these lingo words that get thrown out that, you know, well, we, don't, we don't have any leaders or we don't have any culture. I mean, I mean, <laughs> we're both on, we both see it all over the world that it's like, you know, everywhere. And so it's like, it's one of those things. It's like, you need it, but you don't necessarily know what it is kind of thing. You know what, you know what I'm saying? It's like one of those. Totally. Yeah. And it's, I'm going to let you grab and Yeah. I mean, it. it's like culture. And <clears throat> I think both of us, I don't want to talk about math, but we, we teach pretty and we taught some high level concepts. Right. And right. I think the art of teaching and you apply this to coaching is to simplify the complex. And so how do you simplify culture? Culture is this buzzword. How do you simplify leadership? It's really hard. And so as I've gone around and, and talked to a lot of schools and, and written online, you know, I keep going back to the most simplistic definition of this word which comes from John Maxwell, which is simply influence. And I think if we simplify this, now we can talk about it with kids, we can talk about it with teams, and they get it. So when you say leadership is influence, you basically are, are telling all kids, you have some level of leadership on every team you're on. We all influence the team uh, with in a lot of different ways, good or bad. And some of us influence it more or less. And so when you you know, we have an attorney in uh, Minnesota that is part of our principals association, and he's used the exact same definition with us. And he'll equate it to, you know, you got a bleacher full of kids and they're, you know, screaming and yelling, and you know that you've got to go change their behavior. You got to change the narrative of what's going on. How do you use your influence to go over there and just have a, it might be a look, it might be a, a, a short conversation, but Influence, you know, and that ability to move someone in a direction that you want is really what leadership is all about. And so I talk about that uh, definition with my with my kids and just anyone I, I, I talk about leadership with all the time. And uh, it's John Maxwell's definition. I think it's great. I also think leader, uh, leaders know the way they show the way they go the way. And uh, the last oh, like word that. I'm going like to throw that. in with leadership and then you dive right in is a word that you probably don't hear much. It's a word called with itness. I think leaders have this with itness, this emotional intelligence, this ability to understand, read the room, make the, you know, make the right um, look, make the right, you know, phrase, whatever it may be uh, to move people in the direction they need to go. So with like your thoughts on that, but that's how I define leadership. I've never heard with itness. I love that. Uh, so my here's, favorite here's, word is a principle. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> there's a couple things I think that all anybody that's listening to this, first of all, if you're a, everyone is a leader and a teacher. Absolutely. Everyone. Like if you're, if you're a parent, you're, you're a teacher and you're a leader. <laughs> um, if you're, if you're, uh, I mean, there's just so many different ways that you have <laughs> to be a leader and a teacher. I, I a hundred percent agree and i think sometimes people think well i'm not a teacher well everyone's a teacher like you teach on a daily basis it's like it's not you know if you're a manager of walgreens you're a leader and a teacher so i think it's it's not just for for basketball coaches but i think it it it's a skill that some people are the, the within is some people have some people are much better yep. at it um 
I always think that it's like leaders are leaders can see big picture. Leaders can um I I, I tell I tell some of my leaders, quote unquote, um, because they all are leaders, but in different avenues that yep. the good ones really don't only worry about themselves but others. Like they can you know, when they're <laughs> playing the game, so circling it back to basketball. The leader can like Wesley Matthews, who plays for the he plays for the Hawks now. Like I think he got traded. Yep. Um, when he played for Marquette, there is there's a kid that was a leader because he, he played for Tom Crean. Crean had eight billion quick hitters and plays. <laughs> yep. And I knew I knew I knew Wesley was a leader when I had him, but I could see it there because he knew all the plays and he was able to help his teammates with all the plays. They didn't know, so he could move people. He could move pieces, and so he was not only worried about himself, but he was worried about you know the other people on the court. And it was like, wow, how do you do that? Wow, that's just an amazing thing. Um, the the kids yeah. that can kind of transcend that, I think. Absolutely, and you have to, you know, you you have to lead yourself first. You know, you you have to be that role model. You have to model the things you need. And then you need to, like you said, you have to lead other people. And and you do that and you influence other people in a lot of different ways. But the ultimate, the best leaders, and we're going to talk more about this as we get going, are are those that serve others, that those that see the big picture, like you said, and and those kids and players that we've had that um they they don't it's so hard for a high school kid to think beyond themselves. You know what I mean? It's like getting kids to talk on defense. Yes. You know, like when you talk on defense, you're doing it because it's for the team. It's for the the good of all. And, and you've got to, it's a progression you've got to get to. Um, and leadership is a progression too. So, um, but I think just defining it as influence for kids is really important because we can tell them, you know what, you influence our team each and every day. You influence our team with your body language. You influence your team. Um, you know, when you're sitting on the, the bench cheering, supporting your team or whether you're in the game or not, you're influencing us in a positive or negative manner. And so you are all leaders in different ways. And we need collective leadership on a team. It's a topic we'll talk about. Um, but I think defining it for kids is really, really I love important. that. I love the influencer part. And I in it and and that's hard because um you and I both as educators know that. You know, teenagers, and they are all teenagers, are a little bit egocentric. That's part of the stage that they're going through. It is. Um, yep. And there's exceptions to that on both ends, obviously. Yep. But most of them are like, they're worried about what they're wearing and how they look and what they're how they're perceived. And it's like to get that extra step and to be that, I, I, I love that sense of if you can influence. It's, and it can, I think that there's probably a, um, a scale to that too, right? As far as the influence goes. Everything I think is on a continuum, you know, like culture is on a continuum. Commitment is on a continuum. Leadership is on a continuum and it's a progression. I mean, heck uh, I'm growing as a leader still every day. You are as well. And, yeah. and I'm almost different... done. I'm almost yeah. done. It's like, I told my, I told my, <laughs> um, all those, all those basketball coaches are teachers are interesting. Cause I think last year was one of my eval years. And I told, I told, uh, I told the the principal that was evaluating. I said, "I think I'm I think I'm close to getting this." He goes, "What do you mean?" <laughs> I said, "I said I tell you, pre-COVID, I was feeling like, all right, I this good rhythm. I think I got. Yep. I think there's a relationship. I think." And he goes, "What are you talking about?" I go, "Well, <laughs> that's how long it took." 
Because I mean, it's did I was I doing okay prior to that? Yes, but I think there's a point where you just kind of like, ooh, I got this. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Like. Now I know the, how this kind it's of all works. about the the process is the prize, right? It's all about this journey. And, you know, I think of me and just my, my writing alone, like that has totally crystallized my thoughts that I've had in my brain going on for forever. And it's allowed me to give clarity of thought and it, it's allowed me to grow as a leader and become a better coach, a better leader, a better principal. And so we're all growing. We're all still learning and leadership is the same way. And I think kids have to know that they all have leadership skills. They're going to continue to grow in this journey. They're going to influence their family, their team, whatever it may be. And uh, it's a process and we have to teach that process to kids. And there's different types and we'll dive into that yep, over the next absolutely. year, but there's different I mean, I've had leaders that would say six words and I've had leaders that would not stop talking. Shut up. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so it, there's, you know, there's more than one way of doing it, but um, anything else on that topic, coach? No, I mean, we could talk forever. I think <laughs> we could. Uh, short, I just define leadership. This is what it is. This is the baseline of what we're going to use moving forward. Leadership is influence and the ability for kids to influence or us, other people. I love that. All right. Till next week. All right, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Basketball Leadership Podcast, episode three. I'll let you know when I get to my lucky number, Coach. We haven't got <laughs> all right because we're both math. Not teachers. three, not three, not th- it's not three. It's not three. <laughs> I'll let you know. We're both math teachers, and we all we obviously like numbers and things like that. But um, so today's topic, we're going to talk about a book that has kind of influenced you, or you think is um, <clears throat> relative to the leadership kind of world, and, and yeah, and- talk about it. Yeah, it's a, it's a great, great book. I'd encourage everyone to, to peek at it. It's called The Captain Class by Sam Walker. And I'll give you a quick summary. Sam Walker worked for the Wall Street Journal, which uh, you wouldn't think is, is going to write a book like this, but he had a passion for sports. And so he spent a decade researching the most successful dynasties in the history of all sport, from the New Zealand All Blacks to the San Antonio Spurs to the Boston Celtics to the U.S. Women's National Soccer Team. And once he narrowed down 16 dynasties, he wanted to find out why. And so he dug in over this decade and he talked to people. And what he found out was pretty amazing. Um, You would think that maybe these teams had this dynamic coach or they had this superstar player. And and really what he found out is every single one of these teams had a, a leader that had very, very similar characteristics. And so from a basketball standpoint, people like Tim Duncan, Bill Russell, other athletes like Tom Brady, Carla Overbeck of the U.S. Women's National Soccer Team, 
they're all very similar in their characteristics. And so what did he find out? Uh, number one, they are incredibly competitive people. <laughs> they were they were not the most talented people on the team. They had to work for everything they get, you know, they they got. They were very aggressive in how they played. They almost bent the rules. They were so competitive to win. They did all the little jobs. Okay. They they were servant leaders. They did the little things behind the scenes for their team. They were very kind of low-key and practical, almost introverts, almost behind the scenes a little bit. They weren't those players that were at the forefront always and kind of the the superstar, the the you know, the extroverted type player. Um, they were masters of nonverbal communication. And so just a look or you know, whatever it may be. And they were very strong on their convictions and their courage. I mean, they they held their teammates accountable incredibly, incredibly um, well. They were very passionate about that. And they had a very high emotional intelligence. And so there were seven characteristics he came up did with. He, did he say one was more important than the other? He it's didn't say necessarily one more important than the other. But when you think of all the people that he referenced in the book, <laughs> Tim Duncan, you know, Tim Duncan is a quiet behind the scenes yeah. Even keel, but he was the hardest worker on that team and he refused to let anyone else on that team work below his standard. Bill Russell, same way. Tom Brady. I mean, Tom Brady was a backup quarterback on an 0-8 C-Squad football team. He's had to work for everything he's gotten yeah. in his life. And he is he he has a standard that is so high. I mean, I, I listened to something this weekend where they were talking about Bill Belichick and how, you know, great of a coach he is. And, and someone referenced, what's his record since Tom Brady left? It's below 500. Right. Tom Brady goes to another team. He wins a Super Bowl. Tom Brady is a phenomenal leader that pulls people along with him. And and then the one, one that I think, you know, and I'm not a basketball player, but Carlo Overbeck on the U.S. Women's National Soccer Team in the late 90s. Uh, we could we could spend a whole episode on her, arguably maybe the best leader in the history of all sport. When you look at her success, it's unbelievable, and she's this quiet, unassuming person behind the scenes. So I love. You know, so the great, captain's class is the name of the book. By correct. Sam, well, I will put it down in the show notes so if people yep. are jogging or driving. <laughs> don't don't stop the car or do anything like yep. that if you're driving. Um, so I'm thinking back to my state championship teams i'm thinking back to my state teams and you know we were talking about wesley earlier obviously a great leader yep but they were never the biggest extroverts <laughs> i'm just thinking of the characteristics you yep. described and yep. then those people and all the all my championship teams they all had one of those and they, i'm I, i'm gonna tell you something about my family is we can't play competitive i mean we don't play card games together and when we were kids, too, uh, we couldn't yeah. play games because my brother and I are super competitive. It was just too, it wasn't, yeah, we just couldn't do it. Like, you know, we could do it against other people, but as a family and never end well, because we yep. all wanted to win so badly. Um, yep. But it's, it's kind of that hidden fire, I think. You know what I mean? I don't know it, how to describe that. But it's, it's 100%. Yeah. It's exactly, if you think of the people in this, in this book that he found and you relate it to our teams, it's, and, and they're so committed and they are such hard workers and they've had to work for everything they get. Nothing has come real easy for them. Everything has been earned for these leaders. And because they have this commitment and this competitiveness and this desire to win, 
they absolutely refuse to let their teammates do anything below that standard. And, you know, Michael Jordan probably isn't in the book, but he could be thrown in there too. And how tough he was on his teammates in a good way to pull them up. And so it's a great book that really talks about leadership. And when we relate it to our own teams, I I think about it the same way. A lot of the best leaders I've had are, you know, they're, they're quiet, they're behind the scenes, but they are incredibly competitive and they're able to think beyond themselves and, and I've had some them. great players that aren't great leaders and we've won, but we haven't won. You know what I mean? You know what the stats like, say on that? 20% of the time, your best player is your best leader. It's about 20% when people really? look at that. Yep. It's not. And yet that's one of the challenges we have with selecting. And we'll talk about this as we go yeah. selecting leaders and team captains, kids think, best player, captain, best player, leader. We got to break kids of that thinking. Like you, we would all love our best player to be our best leader. It's just right. not it just realistic. doesn't always happen. And no. it's like, yeah, well, we'll, we'll we, we're going to do a topic on that because oh, it's like, absolutely. that's a huge, um, that's a huge aspect, but go through those, go through those seven traits again. So people can incredibly, can kind of incredibly competitive, very aggressive in their play, borderline push the boundaries of, uh, dirty you know the rules i'll say borderline dirty but they're not yeah but they're playing to win do all the little things the little jobs very low-key and practical um, in their approach masters of nonverbal communication strong convictions and courage Uh, they're able to hold people accountable because of that and then just a high emotional intelligence last episode with itness same concept um real high emotional iq so great book i encourage you to peek at it but uh um, very applicable to us as coaches. Awesome. Yes. And I'll put it, I'll put it down in the show notes and until next week, coach. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.